Oh my God, my God. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. You know, man, October 3rd. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Proverbs 18 and 21. The English Standard Version. You know, uh, I tell you all, you know, I love to share my life experiences with you all. And it's just to help you all grow because, you know, we are ever learning. We're growing daily, you know, in the things of God. And so yesterday, you know, I, I thank God for the Holy Spirit that dwells within me because as the enemy was trying to tell me one thing, the Lord was letting me know these are not the things that I am saying about you. This is not what I have said about you. And so what we have to understand is this. Oftentimes in life, people have their own opinions about us. And I thank the Lord that I have been delivered from people's opinions or I would be upset on this morning. (laughs) You know, the goodness of God. Like if I hadn't been delivered from people's opinions, I would literally be upset on this morning. I would. I would. But God, you know, see, people are going to think what they want to think about you. And people who don't know you, they believe the lies of others. And then they get deceived by others. You know, we must be aware of Satan's devices, you all. Good morning. We must be aware of Satan's devices, you all. Because if you're not aware of Satan's devices... You will sit up here, walk around angry and upset. Now, understand the righteous anger that I had on the other morning. It was of God. You ain't got to like it, but the truth is the truth. And on yesterday, that righteous anger was rising up in me once again, because I'm like, I see the devil. Like, I mean, clearly I see the devil. And so with me seeing the devil and I'm hearing what the devil's saying to me, That righteous anger rised up in me. Call it aggression, call it what you want, but it's the righteous anger of God. And then the Holy Spirit comforted me in that moment and told me, don't be angry. Be angry and sin not. (laughs) Vengeance is mine, I will repay and any tongue that rises up against you. I will condemn it. You don't have to prove your point. Yeah, if this is what they think of you, tell them okay. Because at the end of the day, you are allowed to think what you want to think. And I'm not here to change your mind. But you must know those lies that you are speaking out of your mouth about me because of what someone else said. God is going to judge you for each and every last one of them. And the beauty is, I didn't have to say that out loud because that's what the Holy Spirit was telling me. I'm going to judge them for every word that's coming out of their mouth right here at this moment because I am judge and jury. He said, I'm going to I'm going to be the one to judge them. You don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to defend yourself. I'm going to defend you because I am the Lord thy God. Hey, 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 hey. You know, the beauty in God fighting for you, you do your part and then you move out the way and let the Lord do the rest. Because at the end of the day, they sat up here and told us this is Bible. They're calling good evil and evil good. And yesterday I witnessed 
evil being called good and the good in me being called evil. And the Lord said, don't you hold your tongue. You hold your tongue. You hold your tongue. Because I'm going to get them for every word that came out of their mouth. You know, you all don't get it. Like, touch not my anointed and man, do my prophets no harm. People are mad at the prophets of God and they're speaking bad against us. And God is going to, he's going to show them who he is because we're speaking thus say the, what thus saith the Lord and the enemy is trying to silence us. And, and the Lord let me know on yesterday, you are a prophetess of God. You are my chosen mouthpiece. People do not have to like it. They're trying to call you prideful when you're walking in your God confidence. The Lord knows, the Lord knows that I am humbled. He know he has humbled me. He know that I have a humble heart and people are trying to tell me that I'm not humble. And the Lord said, you're not going to believe the lies of the devil, devil, my daughter, you and I both know that I have humbled you. You and I both know that the confidence that you are walking is in is your God confidence. It's not pride. It's not arrogance. It's not any of these things. It's the spirit of God that is within you and the boldness that I have given you and the courage that I have given you to stand up against the enemy. You know, I truly love the Lord because He let me know on yesterday, these words that they are speaking out of their mouth is going to come back to them. You are not here to change the hearts of men. Only I can change the hearts of men. You are not here to change the minds of men. Only I can change the minds of men. You speak what I'm telling you to speak. They don't have to like it. I know that you are telling the truth. The person that was sitting up there lying in your face know that you are telling the truth. And I am a witness to you telling the truth. So although this person is lying in front of another individual, I know what they did against you. I know what they spoke against you. I was there. You don't have to prove your point to someone who don't believe you. You just say your peace and then you go in peace because it is finished. I am the Lord thy God. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Do not repay evil for evil. Any wicked tongue that rises up against you, I shall condemn it. So I left in peace. So this is what the Lord wants you all to know on today. I pray you all have a great day as well. Here's what the Lord wants you all to know on the day. These tongues that are rising up against you, the Lord is going to condemn them. Make no mistake about it. Like we don't have to prove our point to anybody. And I just thank God that I've been delivered from people's opinions because as these negative opinions about me was coming out of their mouth and they don't even know me personally, they don't know my heart. They don't know the hell I've been through and the things that I've overcome. I'm listening and the Lord said, that is not me speaking. So you counsel them words now in the mighty name of Jesus. So as the person was speaking, I was counseling the words. Straight up and down. Straight up and down. Like you all, we have to be grown and mature enough to know that what other people think of us don't make us, man, it, 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 listen, be set free and delivered from people's opinions, especially people who do not know you. <laughs> They're going off lies that someone else told them, the gossip and the slander. 
Like, do you all really understand, like, when you are sitting in front of people that you know are going out for what someone else says who, who don't know you either? Like, these people haven't spent the day with you. They haven't spent any time with you. The only time they see you is when you're at church and they're making assumptions about you. And they see what you're doing on social media because your enemies watch you. Everybody watch you. They want to see what you're doing. They want to see you fall. And you seeing me angry with my righteous anger of God, understand, honey. Just don't. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. So you all have to truly understand that, you know, the enemy is mad at God's true mouthpieces. You know, a lot of false teachers have risen up. So people just want encouraging words so they can be happy in their sin and never be set free nor delivered. But see, what the Lord has put on me is deliverance ministry. So I've got to tell you the truth. I can't just tell you words that are going to encourage you and keep you comfortable in your sin. That is not the ministry that the Lord has called me to. I've got to tell you all the truth because the truth is what makes you free. Not me encouraging you in your sin. Let me be clear. That is not the ministry that the God that, the God that I serve has called Save Our Families Incorporated to do. We encourage when we need to encourage. Make no mistake about it. We give hope to the hopeless. Make no mistake about it. Have stopped people from suicide attempts. Help women get out of domestic violence relationships. Oh, I can go on and on. Fed the hungry. Yeah, yeah. Help people one by one. Helping families one by one. Oh, yes, all of these things. But then there's a time in life when we have to also tell you the truth in order to for you to grow for in the things of God. I would do you a disservice to not tell you the things that you need to correct in your life because these are things that I had to correct in my life as a grown woman. I would be doing you a disservice if I did not tell you the truth that the Lord has told me. It's not my opinion. These are the things that helped me get delivered and it was all with the word of God. You know, on yesterday, the Lord had me go back to Danny Church of God just to tell them thank you. Because what you got to understand is I see people that are hurting or hopeless and hopeless. They have been in church for years and years and years and they're still not set free nor delivered, right? And the fact that they're not set free or delivered yesterday during my time with God before going into the church, I was just like, Lord, I thank you because I could be like them. But you sent me to a pastor who was after your own heart and truly have deliverance and preaches the truth. You know, yeah, he encourages you, but he preaches you the truth. He preaches you the gospel. He preaches about sin so you can come out of your sin. He snatches people out of hell for real. Like, I mean, soul winning deliverance ministry. And I just had to thank the Lord because I met that pastor in Walmart checkout line in 2016. And then the Lord sent me there in 2017 because the church I was at, I was not growing. I was going to church every day, but yet sleeping with a man when I got home. And I knew that wasn't right. Something in me let me know that that was not right. How are you going to church, but then you going home sleeping with a man? How are you singing in the choir and you going home sleeping with a man? How are you going out doing ministry and doing home visits, but you have a man at home that you're not married to? So the Holy Spirit started convicting me. The God in me started convicting me because I knew that wasn't. The proper way that a woman of God should be living her life. Oh yeah. 
That's not the way that a woman of God should be living her life. You singing in the choir, but then you got a man at home that you're not married to. That you're sleeping with. And doing all types of things with. You're in the choir, but you're going home sleeping with a man you're not married to. You on the praise team and you going home sleeping with a man that you're not married to. You're going out checking on other people. But yet you're going home sleeping with a man that you're not married to. Oh, yes, Holy Spirit. So I was troubled in my spirit because I knew something wasn't right. And my mother, out of her mouth, after she got out of the hospital, she was on her deathbed. And the Lord gave me the gift of healing to get my mother up out of that hospital. She was in ICU for five days. And I had to go in, pray over my mother, lay hands on my mother. I had to be the one to wipe her down and everything. The Lord was like, do not allow the this registered nurse to touch your mom. This is your responsibility. You go in there and you lay hands on your mom. You pray over your mom. You take her a Bible. You, you read the Bible to her. Like you take her a devotional. You read this thing to her. I mean, five days. Like when my mama got to that hospital, she should have been dead. What the doctor came in and said, my mama was just there on that bed. My mother should have been dead. And in that moment, the Lord gave me the gift of healing. And I felt the gift of healing come on me. I did. Her stomach was bleeding. She had no nutrients in her. I don't even know how much she weighed because you could literally just see her bones. And right there in that moment, in that hospital room, while everybody else was expecting her to die, the Lord was like, she's not dying. You're about to help her resurrect up out of this hospital bed. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some days because it's been a lot of damage done to her body. But I'm going to give you the gift of healing to get your mother up out of this hospital bed because your mother is believing in Buddha and she's not believing in me. And if she was to die right now, she would not make it into heaven. So, daughter, I need you. To be obedient. Because right now, if your mother dies, she's not making it into heaven. You heard her say out of her own mouth to the registered nurse that she believed in Buddha and not me. When she's the one who taught you about Jesus. She's the first miracle that you saw with your own eyes. Yeah. So I had to pray over my mother and all these things. Five days in ICU. True story. Her stomach, all of these things. Oh, yeah. And after five days, she got put in a regular hospital room. Up on the fifth floor. The grace of God. Five days. <laughs> the grace. And then when she got out of the hospital, I was like, Mama... I can't do this church that I'm at. I, I don't feel like I'm doing what the Lord has called me to do. And in that moment, she was telling me how she was called to ministry. She told me all these things and how the enemy had been fighting against her. 
<laughs> so these fights and these battles that I'm going through, they're not shocking to me. My mother was fought the same way, but the thing is, and I thank God that I don't have a drug or alcohol addiction that the enemy can use against me like he used against my mother. I thank God for that. You know, when you know you're a generational curse breaker, praise the Lord. You know, the enemy try to come at you with the same things that he came to your parents with. And it doesn't work on you because God has a purpose for your life. And the things that I'm fighting is because my daughter, my son, my granddaughter and my grandson will not fight these same things. Even when they go into a church, this is not even about me. And this is also for all the other people who have been hurt by the church and they left the church and they don't want anything to do with the church. Because, see, here's the thing. The same way people try to tell you they've heard things about you. I've heard things about you as well. I've heard many things about you. I've heard many testimonies and the people are no longer here. So. The boldness and the courage that the Lord has given me to stand up against you wicked people. Believe me. Like, I'm not backing down. I'm not running, tucking my tail. And the fact that God told me that he's going to handle this because vengeance is mine. I will repay I'm going to allow God to do what only he can do. See, the wrath of God is far more worse than anything that I could do to you anyway. And although I don't have a grudge against you or anything and I have forgiven you, see, my forgiveness is why God is going to do whatever only he can do. Like, I'm not here to change your mind about me. You can think what you want to think, but what you're thinking is lies. You believe the lie of the enemy. You believed the lie and then you spoke the lies back out of your own mouth and God is going to condemn you for that. Any tongue that rises up against you, I shall condemn it. Touch not my anointed ones, do my prophets no harm. I am a mouthpiece of God and you ain't got to like it. You don't have to like it. Prophets True prophets of God are not liked. They don't have a large following. People are not trying to hear what God is telling them because God is in their bedrooms telling them to clean it up. God is in their stinking thinking telling them to clean it up. God is in their corrupt, wicked, toxic leadership telling them to get it together and show love, compassion, and empathy. Make no mistake about it. That's what the Lord is saying to the church. That's what Lord is saying to the church. That is what the Lord is saying to the church. You don't have to like it. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. God is not going to let me change my message to encourage you. He's encouraging you to live holy through the messages that he's having me (laughs) speak. But you don't want to live holy. You want to be encouraged to live in your sin. 
but not encouraged to live holy to please the Lord. The devil is a liar and you are too. True deliverance, where you have freedom in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. You know, religious people will try to make you think you out of order because you live in the true freedom of God and you're not bound by religion because you have a relationship with the Lord. You know, I'm telling you all the truth, man. Like the enemy will try to throw darts at you like and and think that you're just like, I thank God for my humble spirit. I, I truly do. I do. Although my spirit was grieved, I thank God that I'm humble enough to counsel out every word of the enemy and listen to the Holy Spirit right there on the spot. Like literally, you all, I was literally in warfare and I was as calm as I could be. At first, my righteous anger was rising up and then the Lord calmed me. And in that moment when he calmed me, I counseled out every word of the enemy right there as the enemy was speaking. I don't even remember all the words that were said, but the one about not being humble, don't call, don't call my, my God confidence pride. I am very humble. And then, you know, another word that was used was offense. Like, while what people don't understand, when I'm offended, that's when I'm quiet and I'm not saying anything. Once I start speaking up, I'm in defense mode. Make no mistake about it. Don't get the two confused. When I'm in offensive mode, I'm taking the hits and I'm saying nothing. But once I start speaking up, oh, yeah, I'm in defense mode because now I'm fighting. Like, don't ever get it twisted. Don't ever get it twisted. Don't think me speaking against the words that you're saying is me being offended. No, I'm defending the God in me until the Lord tells me to be quiet and then he does the rest. Because when I'm offended, I'm literally sitting there taking the hits and I'm like, God, are you for real? Like, I really got to put up with this. Like, oh my God, Lord, help me. Like, are you serious? Yeah. When I'm offended, you don't even know it because I'm still smiling. I'm still being nice. And I'm still being kind. And then when he tells me it's time to fight, you hear my mouth. And then you want to say I'm offended. No, baby, this is defense. So don't get it twisted. I I just thought I'd let people know, like, (laughs) when I'm being, when when I'm offended by people, I smile and I laugh and I just shake it right off my shoulders. And then when God say it's time to fight, it's defense straight up and down just in case you didn't know now you know but uh people you know don't let people try to label you you know people try to label you like I've been labeled all my life so like when someone say you know you're labeled as this and that I don't give a care about what you label me as because you don't even know me personally like your opinion about me don't matter because you don't know me You all stop letting people label you and then you start feeling some type of way, especially when you know people don't know you like, you know, they don't know you. You know, they have not spent any time with you. Like, believe what you want to believe. You want to believe that lie. You believe that lie. But the moment that you repeat that lie out of your mouth is when it's a problem. Because you need to be careful what you say. Don't repeat what other people say. You get to know people for yourself. Watch your mouth, people. Watch your mouth. Life and death. (laughs) Death, and it's crazy that it's death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruits. Proverbs 18.21, English Standard Version, once again. 
death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who eat it will eat its fruits that's all i got for today i pray you all enjoy your day i pray you all stay encouraged with the love of god you know you keep being kind to people no matter what you pray for your enemies because when god tell you vengeance is mine i will repay that means for you to pray because at the end of the day like god can do more than i could ever do so like while you're worried about me you need to be worried about the god that i serve and that's just the whole truth because the wrath of god is very real and once again like I read the other day from the Apocrypha, and I'm going to read it again. The Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 19. As for the ungodly, wrath came upon them without mercy until the end, for he knew before what they would do. So, like, you think you're, you know, like, God don't know what you're doing. God see everything you're doing. He knows every thought. And, you know, so at the end of the day, it is what it is. It is what it is. And once again, you know, Amos chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. This is Bible. This is not Rosina Aikinola. So understand that I am going to read what the Lord tells me to read. I'm going to speak what the Lord tells me to speak. I am a mouthpiece for God not man. I am a mouthpiece for my relationship with God, not religion. You know, many of you out there talking about, oh God, this God, that. What God are you talking about? Because the God that I serve says something completely different. So, you know, there's a lot of little gods out there you understand and you gotta be aware of satan devices and i thank god for spiritual discernment because when you literally see the devil in front of you the god in you gets upset it's the whole truth it it, it is so real right now like when you have spiritual discernment like you know this is the devil right in front of you you know this a whole demon in front of you like i mean this thing is so real right And then the Lord gives you spiritual insight all at the same time. Like, yo, do you see this is the enemy right here in front of you? But I'm going to calm you where you can show that you have character and integrity. Yeah, and you take accountability for what you did, although the other person is lying about what they did. But I saw what they did. I heard what they did. They can lie in front of others, but they can't lie in front of me. Oh, and so when the Lord lets you know that he's your judge and your jury and he's your lawyer, it's like, okay, God, you, I got this now. Like, I, I, yo, 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 full confidence and faith in God. Call it arrogance all you want. But I am humble. Make no mistake about it. If you would have even known me four years ago, you'd realize that I'm humble. But you all don't know me. You don't know my story like you don't. I'm delivered like y'all trying to have me bound and I'm free. I am free in Christ Jesus. I am free. 
You can't put me back in a cage. I am free. You can't put me in a box. I am free. You all don't know what true freedom look like because you've been bound so long. You've been bound by religion. My God from Zion. Oh, thank you, Leonard. It's real, man. Like, people don't understand. Like, yo, Jesus, Jesus, you don't know my story. And I'm cool with you not knowing my story. (laughs) Like, believe it or not, I am so good with that. Like, I'm not mad at anyone. But just know, God's wrath, you can't escape it. You should have watched your mouth. You all were warned over and over again to watch your mouth. So when the Lord said, release, that's what I did. I listened to God and I listened to the authority of God that's spoken through people when it's actually the spirit of God speaking through them. Don't come to me in a place of authority and telling you speaking what God is speaking, but God is telling me the total opposite. No, no, no. You're using your authority for wickedness. You're toxic. You're corrupt. You got a demon in you and you need to be delivered. It's the whole truth. And when God shows me, because I can discern the voice of God, I've got enough Bible written in my heart on the tablet of my heart. I have enough God written on the tablet of my heart, right? Like I know and I know and I know. And the God in me is bigger than the devil in you. And like you all think, because I'm just this little short lady i'm five one that i'm little no i'm a giant in the spirit you better go check it out like god knows my name he knows my name he knows my name and then when you find out that what what the bible meant by saying when he went when jesus said if i be lifted up i will draw all men to you that means the godly and the ungodly So when you're anointed by God and chosen by God, the godly and the ungodly, listen, you attract the godly and the ungodly. You do. You do. You, you, You attract the godly and the ungodly. And be that as it may, I'm not gonna sit up here and play and mingle with the devil. Regardless. I'm not going to be yoked with unbelievers. I'm not. You don't believe the God in me? Cool. Stay away from me. I'm cool with that. Believe that, yo. You don't believe that I have the spirit of God in me? Cool. You go on about your business. Let bygones be bygones. Let us part ways in peace. Because I'm not here to convince you. That is not my job. That is not my duty. That is not what God called me to do. It's not. It's not. So at the end of the day, you don't believe the God in me. Go on about your business. You'll be okay. And I will too. (laughs) At the end of the day, I'm not mad at anybody. But I thank God for his love and kindness. I thank God for the Holy Spirit that dwells within me. I thank the Lord that he has humbled me. I thank God that I speak when he tells me to speak and I'm silent when he tells me to be silent. So at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, 
I pray you all enjoy your day. I pray you stay encouraged in Jesus' name. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. But the wrath of God is very real. Make no mistake about it. This is Bible. It's biblical. And God does punish people. Who are constantly walking in disobedience. You all don't understand that God blesses obedience, not disobedience. It's the truth. You don't have to like it, but it's the truth. Now, I pray y'all enjoy your day. I pray you stay encouraged in Jesus' name. And don't believe the lie of the devil. And don't believe the lies of people who believe the lie of the devil. You understand? Let God handle those folks. Let God deal with that. You don't have to defend yourself in that manner. You don't have to say, no, I'm not that type of person. You ain't got to do none of that. Be like, okay, you're right. That is your thought of me. That is how you perceive me. But the God I serve is saying the total opposite. So what you're talking about don't mean nothing. You're not going to have me leave out of here crying. <laughs> Believe that. So I hope you all enjoy your day. Stay encouraged and stay blessed in Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. You know, uh, I truly love the Lord. I'm not lying. Because this morning, as he had me out delivering a message, my car started acting funny, right? So I had to call the dealer. And the dealer let me know. <laughs> the car manufacturer let me know. It sounds like there's a sensor off. So when you pull over, look and see if you see anything wrong. So of course, I was able to make it home safely. And when I looked under the hood, I couldn't see anything. I called the dealer back to let him know, and he said, yes, well, it sounds like it's a sensor. Now, here's the thing. The sensor. The unseen. You can't see it, but you know something's wrong. Something's off. It's amazing because yesterday while I was at work, and they were like, how you doing? I literally said, something's off. I could feel something was off in the spirit. You follow where I'm coming from? And I couldn't pinpoint what it was. So when my car did that this morning, it let me know that that was God's divine protection from the unseen attack from the enemy. Because once again, yesterday, my spirit man felt something was off. It did. This is the whole truth. And so when you know God's divine protection from unseen attacks, because you all got to understand, I may not look like I'm going through anything, but that ain't nothing but the goodness of God. Believe that. It's the Lord. It's the Lord who is on my side. It's the Lord who preserves me. You know, we walk through the fire, but we don't smell like smoke. We go through things, but we don't look like what we've been through. But see, when the power of God and you've got angels surrounding you, can't nothing touch you. Not the unseen. 
You know, I'm telling you all the truth. The unseen. You all have to understand that the Lord literally protects you from the unseen attacks of the enemy. And I knew the enemy was mad because I'm going after these witches that's been coming after me and I'm fighting back in the spirit. You follow where I'm coming from? And like, and this thing goes on late night. This thing goes on in the midnight hour. Y'all follow where I'm coming from? So what you all need to understand is this. The spiritual warfare is real and you all need to be praying and you need to be praying in the spirit. Stop praying in English where the enemy can hear you. Pray for the Lord to give you the gift of speaking in tongues. Baptize you with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues so you can fight these enemies, you all. Like, I've got to be so real with y'all right now because at the end of the day, like, this is God's new year. That's why the demonic activity is heightened. It's not just because of Halloween. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Like, you all have to know that. But with that even being said, we know that this is the time these witches celebrate. And I'm telling you, I got these witches upset right now because I'm attacking back. I'm fighting back by any means necessary. And I encourage you all to do the same. If you all want to stop, just stop. Stop giving the enemy space. Stop sleeping with the devil, my God from Zion. Like seriously, like stop sleeping with the devil. Start fighting. Start fighting. Y'all, this is spiritual warfare. You all stop laying down sleeping at night when you need to be up praying for your families. You need to be up praying for your children and your grandchildren. My God from Zion, praying for your co-workers, for peace on your job. Sweet Jesus, pray for your pastor, your leader of your church. They're going through warfare too. You all have to know this. Just because we don't look like we're going through anything does not mean that we're not. It's just the Lord's grace. It's the Lord's grace that is over our life. You must believe this. And prayer is essential more now than any other time. But yesterday, I felt something off in my spirit. This is just so real because I said it. Like, I literally, I felt something off. So then on today, something is off. The sensor is off in the car. Ain't that something? It's unseen. So you gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know the divine protection of the Lord from unseen attacks. Like, I got angels watching over me. I don't worry. I have angels watching over me to the point where I was able to make it home safely. Like, this thing is real. You can't even make this type of stuff up. You all need to be able to be so in tune with God that you can feel when something is off in the spirit. You've got to be so in tune with God that you know when something is off in the spirit. Like many of you go around saying, God, why is this and that happening? And he's like, I showed you so many times that gut feeling that you were feeling. 
Like there's so many things. People call it so many different things, but just know that it is discernment. It is discernment. It is discernment. It's discernment. Like you all have to know, Jesus, you know, it's discernment. It's discernment. It's discernment. It is discernment. It's discernment. Like you've got to know. You've got to know. You've got to know. You've got to know. Like, I'm telling you, I'm not playing with the wicked. I'm not. I'm not. And believe it or not, I hate the same things that God hates. You know, it's amazing how we want to get on here and talk about sexual immorality, but let's talk about your gossiping tongue, that backbiting that you do, those lies that you tell on others, your slandering mouth. Like, y'all sit up here, sweet Jesus. No, we're not going to talk about the sexual immorality. We see that everywhere. Let's talk about your mouth. Let's talk about how you talk about people inside the church as soon as you get out of the church. Let's talk about how y'all sit beside one another just gossiping about the next person when you need to be focusing on you and your soul salvation. Let's talk about that. Y'all go around, y'all share stuff about other people on y'all social media pages when y'all need to look in the mirror and take a look at yourself. Because understand, we ain't nothing but filthy rags. We ain't nothing but filthy rags. Ain't nothing good in us but God. And with some of you, God not even in you. And you try to say that he is. But your actions and your mouth tell something completely different. You know, it's just amazing. It's so easy to share what someone else has done wrong. But how about you sharing what you've done wrong, huh? See, here's the thing. And I thank God for this. See, I expose myself. So at the end of the day, you can say what you want to say. But I expose myself so you can't come up with nothing new. See, the problem is y'all live a secret lifestyle. And then when someone comes and tells your business, well, then you're exposed. You better learn how to tell your testimony because then won't nobody be able to expose you. Believe that. Believe that. Believe that. Share your testimony and you won't be exposed. But no, you hollering you living holy, but you living like a heathen. Oh, yeah, we can dress it up for Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, we can look nice. We can look holier than thou, but ain't no earthly good. You get all kind of Monday, you're cussing people out on your job. You're being rude to people. You're sitting up there being hateful to your own children. And then you wonder why your children don't want to be around you. Let's talk about this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For you parents out there sitting up there bashing your children, humiliating your children. You All you do is point out what they do wrong, but you never commend them. You never praise them for what they do right. And you wonder why your children don't want to be around you. See, what I thank God for is this. I let my children know when they were doing right or wrong. So understand when they're doing wrong, they don't want to come around me. But when, they come, but when they're doing right, they come around me and they tell me about everything they're doing good. Because they know I'm going to let them know if they're doing right. And I'm going to let them know, oh, sweet Jesus, when they're doing wrong you better believe it and when they're doing right they make sure they come around me and be like mama i did this and that and i'm like i'm proud of you and then when they're doing something that's not right i tell them that too make no mistake about it see what y'all all fail to realize is this your children don't want to be around you because all you do is point out the bad you're negative you're putting negative seeds all in their brains. You are corrupting your own children. It's not the school. It's not the church. It's not their peer pressure. It's not peer pressure. It is you, mom. It is you, dad. Let's make it plain. You are the reason your children don't want to be around you. It's not anyone else. Make no mistake about it. It's not anyone else. 
It is not anyone else. It is you. You know, it's amazing. You all want the the Sunday school teachers and everybody at the church to teach your children the word of God. But however, however, you don't teach your children the word of God. Your children don't even know that you have a prayer life. Your children don't even know that you know how to read the Bible. All they see you do is take your Bible to church as what? Like an accessory. But then when you get home, your Bible either stay in the trunk of your car or on the table and you never open it. Oh yeah, I'm coming for you parents on today because y'all sit up here and y'all like, why are my children acting like this? Well, how are you treating your children? And I'm telling you all this from experience because I'm telling you the truth. There were times in my life when I said the wrong things to my children. And I tell you all the truth. I have gone to my children. I went to the Lord and repented. And I went to my children and I asked for their forgiveness for the simple fact. Parenting has no book. Y'all can sit up here and holler that the Bible is the book for parenting. How many of you go by that book when it comes to your parenting? No one. Stop lying to people. Stop lying to people. Stop lying to people. I'm sick of you preachers lying lying to people about that talking about oh i go by the bible when raising my children no you don't you talk crazy to your children you judge your children with harsher judgment than you judge yourself and you're the one sitting up here raising them up you know it's just amazing this thing comes from experience people this is an experience that you're doing when you're raising your children this is an experience I'm not talking about the rebellious stage. I'm talking about us as parents not doing our part. I'm not talking about the children. We know children go through rebellion. I'm talking about us as parents. Let's put let's put the blame on who it's on, the parents. I'm not talking about when the children get to their rebellious age. No disrespect. This is about the parents. Because parents are sitting up here complaining about their children, but the parents need to sit up here and take a look in the mirror and check out what they've done. This is not about the children on today. This is about us as parents, what we need to change. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, like many of you parents, like the fact you want to sit up here and blame your kids for everything. No, you need to go to your children and apologize to your children because you were wrong. Oh, yeah, you were wrong. Your kids are rebelling because of what you did to them. God brought that back to me. Let me make this plain. If we want to talk about our children became rebellious. Oh, well, okay. So I'm just going to tell you the truth. The Lord let me know that the reason that my own daughter became rebellious is because after my son died, I was so heartbroken and angry that my words that I was even speaking to my daughter and my younger son was harsh to them. So my younger son and my daughter became rebellious. That was the moment that they came rebellious because my heart wasn't right. I was hurt. I was speaking bitter words. So they became rebellious because of me. Oh, we going to talk about this this morning, parents. There was a reason your child went into a rebellious state. What did you do to cause them to do it? You got to understand. There's something that you did that caused your child to go into rebellion. You ain't got to like it. But the truth is the truth. Stop lying to people, making it like you're so you understand they were upset. So y'all following what I'm saying? It it there, there was a point in time that caused the children to rebel. 
This is just the truth. And we've got to come to terms with this thing so our families can heal and our families can grow and our families can reconcile and move forward. God is a God of reconciliation. But if we as the parent don't sit up here and talk about what we did wrong and apologize to our children, they will not heal. This is how my children were able to heal because I apologized. And it's only because my mother and my father apologized to me after my oldest son died. Because they both turned their backs on me when I got pregnant with them. And then when they apologized after he died, I was able to heal. And me healing, I was able to go to my children and apologize. I don't think y'all heard me on this morning. I don't think y'all heard me on this morning. Apologize to your children. Apologize to your children. Help your children heal. It is your responsibility as the parent to help your child heal because you are a part of their hurt and pain. You know the things you did with your children, what you said to your children, how you treated your children. You know, you know, you know. We can't blame someone else. We cannot. We have to take responsibility for our actions. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. Help me, Holy Ghost. We've got to take responsibility for our actions. Sweet Jesus. True enough, our parents did us wrong, but we got to fix this thing with our children, you all. You've got so many people right now who praying for their children, don't know what's going on with their children. And it's the own words that they spoke over their children. Oh, Jesus, help me on today. Many of you have literally spoken word curses over your own children. Many of you have spoken word curses over your own children, calling your children bad, calling your children unruly, calling your children hard-headed. When I worked at a daycare, I thank God for Miss Jackson because she literally told me, you don't call your children bad. You you say that they're strong-willed. They have a strong mind, my God, and my children do. They do. What's going on with your children started at home. It started with you, and it was probably because of how you were raised. This is the problem. We keep passing down what was put on us, and we have to unlearn those things and learn the right way. And I've got to be honest. The Bible doesn't tell you enough about parenting, but the Holy Spirit will reveal things to you on how to bring your family back together. He will give you, like, I am a living witness to this right now. If you go to the Lord, I I can't express this enough because he has given me divine strategies, plans, and words to say to my children. And I can see, I felt it break in the spirit first. I did. 
but then you can see it like Jesus people I'm trying to help you all on the day the best way I can because everybody's worried about their children right now and you've got to give them to God but you've got to do your part before you hand them over to God make sure you sit down with your children and you apologize for everything that you did just apologize and then you give it to God to work on their heart and heal their heart because he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds he does I'm a living witness he does but I'm encouraging you parents on today and this is with all my heart body and soul apologize to your children please because you messed up we have messed up as parents we have our parents messed up with us and i'm sorry if your parents never apologize to you but you forgive them anyway and you make things right with your children that's what you do okay for those of you who parents have gone on and they're no longer here And they never got to tell you they were sorry and they went to their grave and you didn't forgive them. Forgive them now. Go to God. Go to God so you can heal. Go to God so you can heal. It is. It is because when your children see that you are a grown adult and you're like, I was wrong. It does something because it did something to me with my parents when my parents both did it. It, it, It's so real. It's so real. But it also taught me apologize to your children because all you did, some of the things you did was what your parents did to you. Are y'all hearing me on today? Like, do you all realize we really sit up here and we do what our parents did to us? And we think it's the right thing. And some of those things were so wrong. So wrong. Just apologize to your children. And let God heal their broken heart. Because parents, we hurt our children more than anyone else in the world does and it's the whole truth and when they come and tell us we have the audacity to tell them to shut their mouths they don't know what they're talking about and in all honesty they know exactly what they're talking about amen that's it if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and repent God heals. In order for your children to heal, you got to humble yourself. It's the whole truth. <laughs> it, it's man, humility is a superpower, believe it or not, people. Humility is like a superpower. Supernatural things happen when you're humble. Supernatural things happen when you are humble. My God. Ooh. 
you know, here's the thing. Children see everything. They hear everything. Like, if you have children living in your home, they know everything that's going on in your home. It, it, it's just the whole truth. So you might as well sit your children down and talk to them and apologize to them. I'm going to tell you one thing. I thank God for this because I would sit down and play board games with my children. And then we would just have our family night, no telephones or nothing. And I would be like, so how do y'all feel about mama? And when my children would tell me what they thought of me, I couldn't even get upset because they were telling me the truth. So we've always had this type of relationship. And I praise the Lord for that because my children can come and talk to me. They can. They're not afraid of me. They know I'm their mother. They know there's an authority. But the thing is, what I'm saying is our time together without phones, without TV, and just time together, we were able to find out what we liked about one another and what we did not like. You know, we love our children, but... There's some characteristics in your kid and you see it's you or you see it's their other parent, right? And you be like, Lord, help me. And like me and my daughter, we even laugh about it today. I'm like, yeah, I can tell when you got, uh, when you acting like me. But when you get to acting like your other side of the family, girl, it'd be something completely different. And we can laugh about it, but we're being honest with one another. Am I making sense to you? Like, I thank God for my relationship with my children. This is just the whole truth. Like, my children have always been able to come to me about their problems. This is how I knew something was going on with my oldest son, Sidney, because the moment he wasn't telling me what was going on with him, I knew it was something demonic. The Lord has showed me that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I am so for counseling. I went to counseling. My son went to counseling. My daughter went to counseling. We all went to counseling. This is just so real. We all went to counseling. This is real. This is real. This is real. Because you've got to have a counselor to me is like a mediator. Truth be told. Because the thing is, when your children come talk to you about the other parent and you feel in some type of way, you go slip up and say something negative because you just feel some type of way. Like, we've got to be careful with our words. One thing I can thank God about as well, my children don't hate their daddies. Why? Because their mama didn't bash their daddies. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So for you women out here, bashing your baby daddy, stop it. For you women out here, if you're married and you're sitting up here bashing your husband, which is your children's father, to your children, stop it. That man is needed in your children's lives. Believe that. Every child needs their mother and their father. Y'all better stop with this foolishness acting like the man is not needed. Oh, yes, the man is needed. He's needed. He's needed. And we didn't have these babies by ourselves. You know, it's amazing. My mother sent me to my daddy when I got a certain age. I sent my younger son to his daddy when he got a certain age. Why? Because no matter what, the dad is needed regardless if we're together or not. 
Oh, but y'all don't want to talk about that. Oh, I'm a single mama. I can do it on my own. But then you talking about, oh, he don't do nothing for the kid. No, you don't allow him to. I'm going to tell you the foolishness that I've witnessed with women. I have seen women whose child dad has literally tried to take care of the child and they refuse to let him do it. How foolish could you be as a woman not to let the man take care of his child just because you're mad he's not with you and he's with another woman? foolish could you be oh yeah we gonna talk about this my daughter i used to love to send her with her daddy and his girlfriend and you want to know why because at the end of the day i did not have her by myself believe that believe that my younger son gave him custody to his dad what and his girlfriend and they had kids together i think they're married now i don't know i don't care my son wasn't hurt so hallelujah to the lamb of god i mean you know the foolishness that goes on with females silly women oh you're just heartbroken because he don't want you you knew he didn't want you you slept with him anyway you knew it was just a booty call you slept with him anyway and then you got pregnant and so you mad at him like really how you gonna be mad at him you wasn't mad at him when he was in your bed oh but now you done had a baby you done got pregnant and you call yourself being mad at him y'all didn't talk about having kids together or nothing but you mad at him because you're pregnant really oh yeah we gonna talk about this on the day because like you women, get it together and get out your feelings and let that man see his child. Stop talking bad about him. He wasn't bad when you were sleeping with him. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. This is the Holy Spirit moving because people got to be healed and set free on today. This is the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit going to be all in your business. I don't know, y'all. It's just the truth. But I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. Oh, yes. But I wasn't that silly woman bashing my baby daddy that I allowed to get me pregnant. See, that's the difference. That's, that's where your foolishness come in. You lay in the bed together, then you have a baby, you know. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day. You can't be mad at him. And for you women, Jesus, you try to get these men trapped. You get pregnant by him. You can see that he has a future. And then so you want to trap him with a child. And then he still goes on about his business and do whatever career he has. And then you want to hit him with the child support. And you want to take all of his money because you tried to trap him for money in the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's not working out well for many of you. I know many of women who have done that, too. I mean, the foolishness that I've been around as a woman, and I've always told these women that is ignorant. It makes no sense. Like, that's not going to work because <laughs> if he don't want you, he don't want you, and a baby not go keep him, a baby go run him away. Like, where did y'all get, who told y'all that having a baby by a man would keep him? I I'm really curious at this point. Like, who told you that story? Who lied to you like that? That's what I, I mean, seriously, because you're really just adding another. Yeah, exactly. Like, who who lied to you like that? Who told you that if you get pregnant, that that was going to keep a man? Who lied to you that way? Because I'm here to set you free on today. Babies run them away. 
if you're not married and planning a baby, a baby runs him completely into what the next woman arms, truth be told. It's real. Like a baby is not going to keep a man. It's just the whole truth. If you're not married to that man and y'all haven't planned that pregnancy. Oh yeah. Like we sit up here and be like, uh, you know, all these single mothers out here, we're single unwed mothers. The point is you should have been married before you even got into the bed with another man, but we didn't do that. You know, some for many different reasons make no mistake about it you know what i mean but y'all follow what i'm saying i'm not talking about the women who's been violated i'm talking about the ones who freely gave it away and you didn't wait until marriage you freely gave it away because god gives us our free will choice hey this is real because women need to be set free there's a lot of hurt and angry women out here and y'all just need to be set free and delivered on today and allow the Lord to heal your heart. Seriously, you need to forgive your baby daddy. Forgive that man that abused you. He beat you. He tried to kill you. I had to do it. 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 I had to forgive the man that almost killed me, which is also my son's father, and give my son to him. Y'all don't even understand. Like, y'all don't even get it. Like, I'm telling y'all something that I've had to live myself. I'm not just talking out the side of my neck to sound good. I'm telling you what set me free, okay? This is how I walk in freedom. This is how I walk in freedom. This is how I walk in freedom in Jesus Christ. Forgiveness not bitterness what they did to me did not make me bitter it made me better made me the woman that i am on today like it's time for y'all to be healed stop being bitter stop being miserable because miserable loves company misery loves company do you all realize y'all sit around with women that really like they just they're so miserable so they love to hear when you complain and gossip and you tell them they tell them all your business for them to run and tell others and laugh at you and then they wind up going through the same thing because you confided in them they went and spread rumors and told your business and added to it and took away and then now they're going through the same thing in their relationship because they should have kept their mouth shut Like, y'all just really need to be careful with your mouth, what you speak about others, how you laugh at other people. I'm telling you, man, because this thing is so real. Like, those words you speak out on others come back to you. Like, y'all need to be very careful with your words. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop gossiping. Stop backbiting. Stop spreading rumors and my God from Zion, stop spreading the gossip that comes on these social media platforms. Please, do you realize that does not make you look godly? It's different when God is exposing wickedness, but I'm talking about those of you who just spread gossip. That is not the spirit of God because gossip hates, God hates that. A gossiper, backbiting, 
God hates those things. God is not in that. Stop trying to say God told me to do it. No, he didn't. He told you not to do it and you did it anyway. Slandering people names, all the foolishness you do. Oh, yeah. I was guilty of it in the past as well, but that was before I got into church and really started getting into the word of God. So here's the thing for those of you who claim that you truly believe in the Lord and you read the word of God and you've got the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit will tell you, don't do it. Don't share it. Don't open your mouth about it. Keep your mouth shut. Come to me in prayer for that person. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about it. Those of you who love to talk about all the gospel artists who probably say some words you don't like and then you go into trying to interpret what they were talking about oh yeah y'all better be careful because these people are truly anointed by god and everybody go through a backslidden season you know what i mean many of you are backsliding right now y'all think people don't know but people know but that's your business right so uh y'all just need to be very careful and y'all need to start praying for people more than you talk about them because i'm telling you that same way you are going out there talking about people when you start being that subject of gossip you're not gonna like it but you gonna have to go back and think i was gossiping about all these people that i didn't even know and i was just spreading what i heard from somebody else Especially when you know it's lies, you really get upset. But yet, there was a time when you were out there spreading lies about others. Y'all, this stuff comes back to you, so just watch your mouth, okay? Just watch your mouth. Be very careful who you talk about. Stop gossiping. Stop backbiting. Stop doing it. We already know about the sexual immorality, but what about your gossiping tongue? You're running your mouth about people that you don't know. You ain't never met a day in your life just from three-minute clips on social media. Sweet Jesus. You don't know the person's heart. You don't know their relationship with God. I'm telling you, like, I love to let the people know I've got, man, the God in me, man. I am a giant in the spirit, and the Lord knows me. He knows my name. Like, just because I'm this 5-1 lady, that you see here no i'm a giant in the spirit i am much bigger believe that (laughs) i am much bigger in the spirit it's the whole truth the spirit of god in me is so much bigger than my height in the natural which is five one so you all just be careful with your words Stop talking about people from three minute clips that you see on here that may be having a bad day on one day because we all have bad days And ever since COVID, like, people, this is how they get out. This is how they vent. This is what they do for different things. You know what I mean? Minister TC, I'm going to be real. Like, stop living the fine line. Like, get right with God for real. You got to be either hot or cold because lukewarm, he cares nothing about. And it's the truth. And you know the word of God. Like, when are we going to start really focusing more on living holy for God? Like, to sit up here and just keep practicing your sin and thinking it's okay, it's not. Like, there has to come a time in life where you really mature and you want to mature in the things of God. And you want to live to please God and not your flesh. Like, I am a woman and I can tell you this because I was always wanting to please my flesh. But I see now that pleasing God is better than me pleasing my flesh. I I, got to be real with you on today. That you either hot or cold, lukewarm. Y'all know what the Bible says about that. You know, 
you know no 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 you don't have to prove it to me i mean i'm just being real because it's serious and the only reason i'm saying it because you had the laughing emojis behind it and when other people are watching that there's nothing you know there's nothing funny about that because we got to really live holy for god you, you get what i'm saying like that's why i said something about it because of the laughing emojis because like people need to understand like no we need to live holy for god like this fine line you know um yeah no i get it but like when other people see it they think like it's okay and you already got too many people that are you know playing with god as it is but i understand what you're saying i mean i have a sense of humor too but like it's just when it comes to some things of god there's no sense of humor about it like we need to live holy for the lord period there, there's no if and or buts about it um because like no one knows the day nor hour that he's coming back and no one knows the day nor the hour that they'll leave this earth like today my mother would have been 64 she died at the age of 59 i mean so here's what i'm saying to you all on today like and and the lord prolonged her life just so she could repent and accept jesus christ as her lord and savior so she could um make it into heaven because if she would have died eight months earlier she would have went straight to hell because she was believing in buddha like this is just the whole truth and like many people they um they pray for their family members lives to be prolonged for their own selfish gain and then the lord let me know like the only reason i gave you the gift of healing for your mother is because if she would have died she would have went to hell it had nothing to do with you <laughs> like he was like i gave you the gift of healing oh sorry sorry to hear that minister tc so y'all get what I'm saying? Like the Lord gave me the gift of healing to prolong my mother's life, but it was only because she said she believed in Buddha. Like it had nothing to do with my son dying two years before that or none of that. Like the Lord, it, it had nothing to do with me at all. He was like, no, I, this is going to be the first soul that you win for my name's sake. Yeah. Y'all get what I'm saying? Like I had to win my mother's soul for Christ's name's sake. And then this is the woman who told me about God. She's the one who taught me about Jesus. So if you all wonder why I'm so serious about soul winning, it's because my mother, when the soul that you have to win for Christ is your own dear mother who taught you about Christ, but yet she lost her faith along the way. And my mother lost her faith when my son was murdered. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? My mother lost her faith when my son was murdered. My mama gave up on God when my son was murdered. Many of you have given up on God because of life circumstances. You got to give Jesus a try again. I had to lay hands on my mama. I had to pray for my mama. I had to read the Bible to my mama. I had to buy her a Bible. Like... There was so much I had to do. Like my son was killed and I was believing in God. It brought me back to God, but made my mama give up on God. Ain't that something? And he was my child that I carried. Raised, but she was there when I raised him. It hit her. Like I had to lay in a bed at night with my mama and rock her to sleep because she was wanting to commit suicide. Like my son's murder hit my mother harder than it hit me. So. Oh, Jesus. So. um, That's why I'm serious about soul winning. It's the whole truth. It's the whole truth.
That's why I'm serious about soul winning. So I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the gifts. Thank you for the follows. But most of all, thank you for listening to what the Spirit of the Lord was saying. And I thank you all so very much. Because, like, sometimes it's hard to be honest and tell the truth about what you've been through. Good morning. I want you to know that I'm 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 uh, recording this on my podcast as well. Okay, Miss Cece. Guess what? What? I love you, and it ain't nothing you can do about it. Oh. You know, I'm being natural. I'm braiding my hair, but but winning souls is so real. Heaven is a real place. Yes. Hell is just as real. Understand? Hell is just as real. Yes. Let me take you to Luke 16 to show people how real heaven and hell is. Okay? Uh, yes, ma'am. It was, a rich, it was a rich man. Richard and Rich. He wore purple. See, purple showed your prestige in the biblical time. Right. And it was a man called Lazarus, the beggar, that laid outside of his gate just to catch the crumbs of the rich man. So when it was all said and done, the rich man, because he had forgotten to be humble, he had forgotten to acknowledge Jesus Christ. He thought he was better than thou. Woke up in hell. See, there's no purgatory. You know the purgatory, the in-between? Yes. Yes. And the beggar went to heaven. And when the rich man looked up, he said, Abraham, can you send Lazarus down just to put some water on my tongue? Yeah. Abraham said, no. He said, well, can you send Lazarus to tell my brothers that this is not a place to be? He said, no. He denied him that. He said, because see, if you don't believe in scripture, how are you going to believe in an angel that's coming from heaven to tell you that heaven and hell is real? Right. See, God gives us an invitation and a choice yes. to be in the mansions because he said, in my father's house are many mansions. Yes. If it was not so, I wouldn't tell you. Then he goes on to tell us, now I'm going to prepare a place for you. Yes. Where I am, ye may be also. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, my sister, but God has given me that invitation. Yes. And I know that hell is real because it's mentioned in the word 162 times. Ooh. And Jesus alone mentioned it. Yes. 72 times. Okay? Yes. Now, he's given me that invitation. I think my name is written in pencil because he scratches it out some days. Because see, I'm still struggling. I'm a minister that don't have shame in my heart. Right. I don't have greed. I don't have pride. Right. I'm still 
Yes. Even though I got that invitation. Yes. But I guarantee you one thing that I didn't get an invitation to hell. That part. Exactly. Right. Yes. Jesus said, but you know, Sister Cece, Jesus, let me tell you, Sister Cece, we are all working out our soul salvation. Like I died of my flesh daily. This is when I, this is what, that's what I'm talking about. Like I live to, you know, try to live holy to please God, but you know, uh, what, come on, we live in the world. So I have to catch myself on many things, this mouth of mine and some more stuff. Amen. Lord made me whole, healed my heart, but I went to God desperate. 
Like, I don't want to fornicate anymore because when you raped and molested as a child, that's all you know. All the women around you doing what they want to do, all the men around you doing what they want to do, and then this is even in your family. So, literally, you've become a product of your environment until you start learning better, hanging around different people, which change your mindset. You see things differently. You hear different things. Are you following what I'm saying? And so, I thank God now. Yeah, so now I thank Yes, so I thank God that now I am celibate. Yes, I'm celibate. I'm not looking for a husband. I'm not looking for anybody. I am married to Christ right now because I am focused on God. Like men get mad when I say this, but at the end of the day, I've been with men and I was never whole. I was never pure. I never had joy in my heart. Now, this joy that I have. I'm not letting nobody interrupt it. Come on now. And and I'm not letting nobody enter into this space until God says that it's time. I don't care about what any man says. God hasn't told me that yet. So I'm going to stay celibate. This is just real. We don't realize that we will put on a, as far as I know I'm right. Yeah. Warning, because I'm telling you, man. He didn't have to warn me. 
but he did because he loves you. enough to stay away <laughs> let's make it plain Yeah. Have you ever seen somebody so saved but you know they're a hypocrite in their personal life? 
like you really know like you know and you know you've witnessed them being a hypocrite oh yes Oh, Jesus. She woke me up. She, was, she used to child abuse me and my sister. My, my mother passed away when I was five, and my sister was six months. And I was struggling with calling her because she was my abuser. And Pastor Nakia and some other people got on and prayed for me and told me I need to call her. Yes. I was really struggling with calling her and telling her that I forgive her because in her mind with me and my sister lied on her. She never child abused us. I wear the scars all over my body with stitches the back of the refrigerator. You know the a refrigerator stitching cord is thicker than a regular stitching Yes ma'am. Oh Jesus. When my dad would leave the house she was saved, get up in the pulpit, preach the word of God but um, get out the pulpit, driving around, smoking, stuff like that, cursing and beating me and my sister. So I stay hypocritical, hiding behind God's cloth. Yeah. Now, 